Attention lease operators and owner operators want to know when you've driven enough miles to break even with your fixed and variable cost. Download Camion's free break even calculator at Camion, K A M I O N dot I O forward slash talk CDO. This free calculator helps truckers and fleets understand costs from a per mile and monthly basis, as well as know the net profits you can expect to take home more. Camion is here to help fleets better manage their business, reduce overhead, and increase profits with an intuitive truck management system. Integrates with all the tools you already use, like load boards, accounting, fuel cards, and ELD systems to reduce manual copy pasting into different systems. Sounds like a great project or a great program. It, it, and it's free. It's free and it does. It helps the drivers. Yeah, that's K A M I O N, Camion dot, what is it, Ruthen? Dot what? I O. Dot I O forward slash talk CDO. Go there. Go check that out and download it, guys. It looks like it'll, it'll help you manage your, your uh, business. Can't help that. All right. Well, today on Talk CDL, we've got a lot going on, Ruthann. We do. Um, okay, here's what we got today on, on, on Talk CDL. We've got a big blitz coming this week. We're going to be talking about that. we got Trucker of the Year, and we've got the 10 deadliest holidays to drive on. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. 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 And guess what? we got Ruthann's joke of the day. We do. And the word of the day by Word Genius. But first, I've got a story. Aww. Ruth Ann flooded our house yesterday. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be that story. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. This is, you know, it's, you know, we're all truckers. <laughs> so we can pass this on to the trucking community. <laughs> well, it's really funny. We used to work with this guy in Houston. Remember? His name was Phil. Really nice guy. Yeah. And one day, him and his wife were going off, and uh, he said the toilet always ran a little bit, and they would jiggle the handle, right? And he said, and one day, I went to the bathroom, flushed the toilet, and we left. I guess they were going for the day, and they came back at the end of the day, and the toilet had stuck and started running over. It just it wouldn't shut off, and and the entire... Like most of the house was flooded, like literally ruined the walls in the house. This is how bad it can get. Ruined the walls. The poor guy was spent probably months fighting insurance companies and trying to get his check to, uh, you know, redo his walls. Anyways, long behold, here's Ruthann yesterday. Ruthann, what did you, you know what? I never even really asked what. She, we have a sink in the. It's one of those big utility sinks in the laundry room. Most most houses have them somewhere, whether it's in the basement, you know. But it's one of those big utility sinks, right next to my washer. And I was soaking a when our grandson Abram was here. There was a little cloth seat that he sat in, and I was soaking that because it had some marks on it. So I was soaking it in Clorox too, in hot water. Very hot water. And I forgot about it. And you forgot that the f- spigot was running. Yes. That's what you forgot. You didn't yeah. forget it was soaking. You no, for- no. I wanted it to soak for a while. Right. But you turned on the spigot. And walked away. And I'm sitting there in the living room. And all I hear, all I see is out the corner of my eyes, this little green flash. Ruth Ann's got a green robe. All I see is this, oh my, oh my, running in the house. I'm like, what? What'd you, what happened? <laughs> 
And and she said, I forgot to turn off the sink. And oh my gosh. We walked into the kitchen and from the kitchen all the way into the, the pantry or the laundry room, it was flooded. It was pretty pretty deep with water. I wasn't expecting quite that. I it mean, was, it just I never done that before ever. It was flooded. Okay. It, it, in fact, it was running into the garage underneath the, the 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 garage comes into our into the laundry room. Anyways, long story short, after like five seconds of pandemonium, we pulled out the washer and dryer, threw towels back there. Ruthann grabbed a mop. She was soaking up. Sixteen beach towels it took to get all the water up. Yeah, which that's not too bad, but and a mop. it did suck. <laughs> so it's the cleanest floor in, in the whole county, I bet. A little advice to everybody: be careful because you can ruin your. You really can ruin your house. You can ruin your house, and uh, that would have sucked if <laughs> if we weren't if 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 we went to like for example, it was in the evening. It wasn't long before that we were going to bed. So if we would have went to bed and then woke up the next morning, we probably would have been in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. <laughs> it's funny now, Ruthann, but... You <laughs> so it's, I can't believe I did it. That's yeah. the thing. Okay. Hey, trucking. You want to talk about trucking? That's what we're supposed to do. Not oh, my right. mistakes. Well... <laughs> You know what? Here, let, let, let's just start it off with this. I was thinking it's Christmas. Christmas is only what three weeks away. Yes. Well, twenty. Yeah, exactly. Twenty-one days, if you want to be exact. And you know, I would say Christmas is probably the biggest holiday for ninety-five percent of everybody. I think I, th- I think it's one of them. You know, some people would maybe. You know, you like Thanksgiving above everyone. I, I like Thanksgiving, but. But most people like Christmas because I mean, think about it. It's the holiday cheer, the decorations. You got festivals. You got visiting. I, I don't think I don't think people do caroling anymore. Do they? Do they carol? Do I they go some. out singing? I think some do, especially your smaller towns. I think they do. In my life, I've never had anybody knock on our door and sing to us. Well, I'm gonna have to go outside our door, knock, and when you answer, start singing. Well, that would be cool. But I've never had a group of people that I didn't know show up. Well, I can, you know, here's the thing. I've never had that. You, you don't remember people well, like, like you ask me, like every time when I'm talking about someone, you'll say, well, who is that again? Who is that again? Who is that again? Which one is that? So if I just tell a bunch of the dance moms to come to the door and start singing, you would never know who they were. It's probably true. (laughs) Even though you've seen them for the last 15 years. Mm. Well... Anyways, this is the time of the year, and I just wanted to kind of give a shout out to all those truck drivers that actually, there's a, you know, there's a good percent, not a majority percent, because most of them want to be home for the holidays. That's the one holiday in interviewing truckers, they say, I am going to be home to see people open presents, I'm going to be home to be there for the family, I am going to be there. You know, that's really the majority of them say that, but there are some that stay out, so, you know, hats off to you guys. I was also thinking there's a lot of drivers that, I mean, and, and including myself, you know, you get worried. Are you going to make it home? Is something going to hold you up? I don't, you remember that story we've told yeah. before about me getting home? What, what, when did I walk in the door? Right before, like right at the last, like. Like nine, ten o'clock in the morning yeah. or something like that? And, and we On were. On Christmas Day. Yeah. So you just don't know, is a shipper going to hold you up? Are you going to have a breakdown? Is there going to be a storm? 
I'm just saying, it's just, you know, it sucks because people really plan that day and then something can happen. So you guys got to just remember going into this season, keep a cool head and just remember things happen. It's trucking. That's the one thing we know when we signed up for this job mm-hmm. is things happen. So can't control everything. Right. If it's a storm, if it's a load, if you break down, guys, seriously, take it with a grain of salt. Ruthann, you have anything on that? No, I mean, you said pretty much everything. I mean, the only thing I could think of is, you know, when you, if you're trying to get that great load because you know you're going to have off for a couple of days because of the holiday, and that load is a lot further from your house, so you got to expect that you're going to be coming home last minute or, you know, being delayed because you're traveling farther away from your house to get to your destination. You know, sometimes drivers try to get dispatched closer to their house so they can get home earlier. But when you want to look at mileage, you might be getting that dispatch further away so you can get a better check because you know you're not going to be working for a couple of days and you wanted to have, you know, a little bit better of a check instead of that shorter one. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on. How about we... Take a sponsor break for a second, and we will mention a trucking company out of Texas called National Carriers, 888-311-7076. If you are looking to be a lease driver, National has such great trucks. They got those one- to three-year-old Kenworth T680s. You can go in there and lease one of those trucks if they pay percentage. They don't have any brokers. It's all They're owned by National Beef, so you're a beef hauler. It's all no touch. If you're interested in leasing or even if you're getting out of school and you're a company driver, call them at 888-311-7076. Great company to work for. Ruth Ann. That's me. Guess what's happening this coming week? It's called Eyes on 94. I-94. Ah. Listen to this. There's a little article I, I, I got part of it out of CDL Life for anybody who wants to read up on all the exactamundas. Go over there to... Uh, CDL Life, and look at this article. It's, um, it's, uh, it says this, says, Troopers in multiple states that are teaming up with an enforcement effort targeting commercial vehicles next week. Okay, it says the Eyes on 94 commercial vehicle enforcement operation will take place December 6th through the 10th along Interstate 94 corridor and other major freeways in Illinois, Michigan, Indiana, or Ohio. So if you're going through those four states, be on your best behavior. It says the goal of the eyes on 94 is to curb commercial vehicle crashes during the week-long enforcement campaign. Troopers will be on alert for violations likely to contribute to a crash, including distracted driving, following too closely, improper passing, speeding, and improper lane use. For more of this story... Go over to CDL Life. Now, Ruth, and let me say this. I was thinking that how many times do you, you're driving on the road and you see, like a couple times, like we'll be coming up on a semi mm-hmm. ourselves in our vehicle. Mm-hmm. And, and he's off the road and then he's on the road. And then he's off the road literally for seconds. Mm-hmm. Like he's literally on the side of the road. And, and what's the first thing you're thinking? Well, Texting and driving. Yeah, I mean, that's normally what happens. Right, you'll pull up beside um, somebody. You know, I don't want to see truck drivers getting in trouble, but if you're texting and driving, guys, they went on to talk about a 
crash that happened in Michigan uh, in 2015 it was like 76 tractor trailers involved in it. Wow. And and so they were alleviating to distracted driving. And if you're looking at your phone or you're doing something that's taking your eyes off the road, okay, it, the potential for slaughtering people is there. It really is, Rutan. So, guys and gals, they are cracking down hard uh, that week. So if you have a delivery in that area and and you're weaving, they are pulling you over. They are watching for this stuff. And guess what? They're probably running around in unmarked. I would say that they were. And also, that area, if I could be wrong, but it, it's got a lot of whiteouts that will happen, right? Yeah, there's a lot of whiteouts up there. So I would also check the weather and make sure that you do have proper gear with you because if they're going to do an inspection, they wanna, they're, they're going to see if you actually are carrying proper gear too, like chains and, and anything that you would use for your pre-trips and so forth. So make sure you do have everything up to date and in there and you know just be on the safe side. Yeah, I agree. And while you're checking that, put in a thermal blanket. Ruth has like the mother of the show. I well, you know, I these these are my buddies, my my friends, my fans. I I I want them all to be safe. I don't want to see anything stupid happen to them, like freeze. I mean, you had me watching weird shows yesterday. Yeah, like what? What was the weird show? Um, what was that? There was they were in like another country. I don't something about oh the, something about stranger and dark and oh okay yeah and then was, something about a valley and I'm like looking at these like what the heck yeah that was kind of a really nasty show it was like Cape Fear but it was pretty bad I don't even was it Australian because they kept saying mate the, so I think they like, were in Finland or something or they're or, Dutch or oh, the one guy I, was Dutch I think they were in Switzerland I just know it was kind of weird yeah and they it was the weirdest show you ever wanted to see they. End up kidnapping a whole family and then murdering their kids. Oh, gosh, it was so nasty. The, the guy. I can't even believe that they even have a movie like that. I didn't it, expect that. It just was weird. It was like so. you were waiting for that guy to get killed. you just like, okay, I can't wait till you get killed, buddy. But anyways, moving on. Hey, just be careful out there, guys, with, with the Blitz. I mean, be that's very careful. Yeah. And, and it's going to start coming out more and more. And you know what, guys? the season. Seriously, one thing that's true, if... If if they can get people to stop, you know, texting and driving, it it could save your life anyway. So, we want all truck drivers to make it home. All right, Ruth Ann, moving on. How about we uh, mention Carter Lumber? Carter Lumber is a great great company. Yeah, you know, honestly, if you're a local driver and you have a Class A and a Class B license, either one, you can get a local home everyday job. They have 166 locations from east of the Mississippi, and it's all local home every day. Class A or B. Well, you know, if you're a driver that wants to be home a lot, that's the place for you. They have lots of places to go to, like as far as like offices, terminals. They have, they're like covered east of the Mississippi. Yeah. So. You, you can find one near you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find them at www. What is it? Oh, www.carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Go check them out and, uh, just fill out their little application and let them know that ToxCDL sent you over. Thank you. Okay, Ruthann, check this out. This little article, you know, it's a it's a nice article, actually. It says, 2021 Nebraska Trucker of the Year. Yay! Yeah, I mean, I was thinking to myself, okay, how do you find out about, where's the, how 
many truckers do you think in Nebraska are going, I didn't know they had a freaking trucker of the year contest or whatever. How, how do you award your trucker of the year in your state, in the state of Nebraska? Okay. How do you, how do you get to be trucker of the year in Nebraska? Is it, is it cousinomics? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's what my dad calls it. But, but Everything's common cousinomics with dad. Yeah. It's like, how do you enter? I'd like to know if anybody, and we always have people writing to us. So anybody out there that uh, knows about these trucker of the year projects, let us know. I mean, is there one in Florida? Is there one in Pennsylvania? I mean, no, it'd be something that we might have to research, but Hey, if you have an in on ways for these drivers to get nominated for something cool, send it to me. Let me know. Ruthann at TalkCDL.com. Yeah. I would love to pass that on to all of you, not just the few that want to, like, corner it. So yeah, not share just, the knowledge. Not just cousinomics. <laughs> but, so let me read it to you. It says, Nebraska's 2021 Trucker of the Year has hit many milestones and achieved a lot in his 30 years of driving. But he says that none of this well-earned accolades can compare to the feeling of hauling wreaths in honor of the American fallen veterans. He's a, he's a, a, a Marine Corps Vietnam veteran, this guy is, okay? Awesome. Thank you, girl. Yeah, he's driven over 4 million miles, accident and ticket-free. And that, don't get me wrong, he probably deserves the award. Hey, just from serving. But there might have been somebody with 5 million I'm just saying, like, people don't know. How do you get into the Nebraska Trucker of the Year Award hat? How do you get into the hat, mm-hmm. you know? But anyways, he um, super nice guy, and good for him that he got the award. It says He said this. He says, I don't really have a boss as long as I get from point A to point B with no problems. He says, the way I do is I, here's what he said. And this is advice for a lot of people. He says, the way I do it is this. I roll down my window when I get in the truck, and I throw out all stress and anything that's bothering me right out the window, Brooks said. So before he takes off... He gets in touch with himself and says, this is out. I'm, I'm doing my job. Everything that's on my mind, he winds down the window and he says, all the stress is out of here. Screw this. I'm now concentrating on job. He's a pretty focused guy. Well, it's a good way of looking at it because that way you don't have those distractions that a lot of drivers can end up getting while they're driving down the road. Yeah. So anyways, uh, you can go over to CDL Life and check out the rest of this story. What's his name? What is his name? I, I heard you just say Brooke. Um, let's see here. I thought I read his name. Joe Brooks. Yep. Oh, it says, I'm sorry, his name is Raymond Joe Brooks. I didn't read the whole thing. That's, that's why. Raymond Joe Brooks Jr., known as Animal. Congratulations, Animal. Yeah, so good and job. thank you for serving. Good job, Animal. And yeah. any other driver out there that serves in the military, thank you for doing it. Yes, thank you for real. I mean that sincerely. We have nothing but military in our family. Okay, moving on. Um, check this one out. This happened in Florida. Do you hear my stomach? It just keeps growling. I'm just warning everybody. If y'all hear like a really funky noise, that's my belly. Yeah, it's true. It's got a personality too. It does. That's why it's named Betty. All right. So, listen to this. Two arrested in theft of tractor trailers and pallets. This happened in Florida. You just said that, but where in Florida? Um, it was actually, I think, in Polk County, which is not far from us. It says a wooden pallet supplier and his employee 
were recently arrested on suspicion of stealing truckloads of pallets from distribution centers in Florida, authorities said. Bobby Herrera, Jr., 45, and Nicholas Howard, 36, faced dozens of felony counts in connection with the theft, $704,487 worth of wooden pallets. I mean, you know, if you're going to start stealing things, that's a lot of work. Stealing is a lot of work, I would say, you know, because you're, 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 you're like on guard, you're twitchy, you know, you're trying to figure out what's going on, you're, you're watching your back. You're trying to be like all conniving and stuff in your brain. That's stressful. It's a lot of work. I guess they have a little trucking company. It says uh, they also. St- it says also twenty five tractor trailers valued at more than two hundred thirty one thousand. If if twenty five, I'm going to tell you in today's market, if twenty five tractors equal two hundred thirty one thousand dollars, they must be old beat up tractors mm-hmm. because tractors are going through the roof with price right now. So if they're valuing 25 of them, that's like $10,000 a piece. It might be like day cabs. Not too. even $10,000 a piece. You know what I mean? Like they don't have bunks, probably just day cabs too. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They're, they're, everything is worth a million bucks these days. And if they're valuing 25 of them at 231000 that's that's a, a real, it's low, low so value. So is, is my used tissue worth a million bucks right now? Your what? My used tissue right there. No. Well, you said everything's worth a million bucks. No, right I now. said tractors. No, you 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 said everything. We're just circling around tractors and you said everything. So Troy's sick. Yes. So if you hear a little sniff or anything, he is actually sick. Well, not sick, sick. It's just a little little head cold. No big deal. Let's move on here. Um I have a fever. Yes. It's a little fever. But he still acts more silly. Because he's not focusing. Okay. All righty. Let's move on to our next article. Can, I, can I give you a, an interesting fact? A fact? Go ahead. Babies are born with almost 100 more bones than adults. What? Yeah. The human body has 206 bones, unless you're talking about babies, in which case the number is closer to 300. Many of newborn bones are actually made of cartilage, which is much more malleable and allows fetuses to curl inside the womb as they develop. As children grow, the cartilage turns into bone in a process called osseification. Osseification, sorry. And the excess bones fuse together. If you're ever wondering how those soft spots of an infant's head, they technically known as fontanelles, become stronger bone fusions is the answer. They are also a big part why calcium is so important for babies. New bone tissue can't grow without it. So the ossification doesn't happen overnight. However, it continues until the person reaches their mid-20s. Wow. Crazy. Isn't it? Wow. All right. Well, you know what? The baby soft spot you mentioned, that always scares the crap out of me. When Like, I can't even get near a baby, you know, when you're holding a baby. Mm-hmm. You, you, I just... Knowing that that soft spot is there, it's like, that's a dangerous little area if somebody were Yeah. I'm like, ooh, that's scary just touching that. Ugh. All right, let's move on to trucking, Ruthann. Trucking. Let's stay trucking. How about J.J. Keller? J.J. Keller, the trucker secretary. They are a great company that will help guide you 
for all your paperwork that you need to file for end of year, during the year, they organize you. They are there for you. 888-601-2017. Give them a call. See what you can do to be better organized. Yeah, if you want to become an owner-operator or you just, uh, you know, scared of the paperwork every year, call Keller, 888-601-2017. You'll be glad you did. Ruthann, listen to this. Okay. Former Roadrunner CFO gets two years for security fraud. <laughs> Doesn't that I mean, honestly, can I just say this for real? You know, trucking, I love trucking, and but there's so many dirty Dirty, 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 down, dirty people in it, you know? Scott. And when, when you think about the guy that's at the top, he's the C, the, you know what CFO stands for? Chief Financial Officer. Mm-hmm. So he's in charge of the money. I mean, <laughs> how crazy is that? You know, to you're already getting a big salary, right? Right. You're already the top dog. Right. Like, like what do you think a CFO guy... A, can you Google it? What does a CFO guy get? And this was for Roadrunner. Roadrunner has thousands of trucks. What does a CFO get? What does he get? A quarter million a year for salary just to show up and use his calculator and count? They call him the bean counter. Honestly, it's like, you're kidding me. Listen to this. Listen to this article. Peter Armbruster the former chief financial officer of Roadrunner Transportation Systems, was sentenced Tuesday in the Eastern District of Wisconsin to 24 months in prison for his role in what the Department of Justice called a complex securities and accounting fraud scheme. According to the court documents and evidence produced at trial, Armbruster facilitated Roadrunner's filing Materially false financial statements with the SEC for the third quarter of 2016. Evidence presented at trial showed that Armbruster inflated Roadrunner's reported income by misrepresenting the company's expenses, which will get investors to invest. Right. Okay, causing investors to lose tens of millions of dollars, upwards of more than. $245 $245 million in shareholder value when Roadrunner eventually announced that it would reinstate previously filed financial statements. Now, what was that guy's name that went to prison? I think he's, did he just die or else he's going to die? He's got cancer, I think. Um, the guy that was the big one in Wall Street. What was his name? Was it Bernie something? Um, I'm not sure, but I'm looking at, some info but, that you but just that asked guy about. got life though is what I'm getting at is this guy only got two years I mean and and listen they they just had like all kind of Ponzi's and scams on Wall Street and these guys get life how's this guy only getting 24 months I don't know but they start at basically like a half a mil plus they get other equity like profit sharing and stuff so they are just underneath a million. So you're getting there a million. See, this is this is what I'm getting at. Here you got a, a this is a guy now. All the you know everybody in there gets hurt. Truckers, the investors, everybody gets hurt when somebody scams like this, right? And you're already making like near a million dollars. What were you doing with your million dollars, Ruth? And where's your calculator? What's a million dollars divided by fifty-two? What that's his average weekly pay. Five hundred and. 
Here, I, I'm going to do it with my calculator real quick. A million dollars, right? No. Well, I'm just going to, I just want to, I just want to do this real quick. 5,200. Is that what it is? Did you do it already? I'm just thinking. Okay. Well, let me see here. Divide it by 52. It's $19,230. Okay, so I'm wrong. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's cool. L- listen, no, your your weekly check is $19,230. Some people make that in a year. But somehow you thought, well, you know what? Let's let's make a little more by scamming. I mean, and now listen, when you get out of jail, right? He's this guy's screwed. There's nobody's going to hire him. Who's going to hire this guy now to be a CFO for them. He's only got two years in prison. Who's going to hire the guy and say, yeah, run our our company? Nobody is. So, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I mean, when's enough enough? Those people like that, they're just so greedy that never. it's never enough. They just don't ever, cons- you know, he's going to get, he's knocked off his pedestal now. But when he gets done, he's still going to think of another scam. They always do. He's going to have to prove that he's not that person anymore. Does a guy like that look at the prices on the menu? I mean, I, that's, that doesn't even make sense. No, they don't. That doesn't make sense. I I don't look at the prices on a menu. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so. You always find the most expensive. No, but seriously, just no, no, laying all joking aside, I don't, I just never understand greed. It's It's that bad when you got... When you've got greed to where you're ready to do things illegal and risk jail, guess what? He had to weigh that. When you went in, when he was running this trucking company, right? Mm-hmm. He had to say to himself, well, if I get caught, I'm going to go to jail. I mean, obviously, he knew the penalty. You would think. And guess what? It came up tails when he, when he called heads. But you know what? A lot of times they don't think they're, gonna, they're ever going to get caught. They're going to keep getting away with it because they got away with it the first or second time. You know, when they first do things, that's what happens with anybody that's doing something sneaky. They don't think they're going to get caught after they get free of any type of threat the first once or twice. You know what I mean? They just keep doing it until they do get caught because they get arrogant. I 100% agree with you. 100% agree with you. Um... Well, listen, real quick, I've got another article I wanted to talk about. Let's Can we, can we move on? Sure. All right. Um, anyways, to Arm Brewster, I'm glad you got caught. And uh, I personally think you should have got more than two years. I really do. Uh, two years ain't enough to think about, you know, hey, I was making $19,000 a week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm still flabbergasted over that one. Okay, let's move on to the next article. Check this out. It says, police say a FedEx driver dumped packages in an Alabama ravine on six separate occasions. So if you're, if FedEx, they deliver Amazon, don't they? Mm-hmm. Like, so if you're like missing packages. UPS does a lot of Amazon. I know, we get a lot of, a lot of UPS. It says, a FedEx driver tossed at least 450 packages into a ravine in Blunt, B-L-O-U-N-T County, Alabama, making six separate trips, police say. The driver was fired from FedEx, duh. Spokesperson confirmed to Business Insider, but it's still unclear why they dumped the packages or whether they will face charges for property theft. I would say I, I know why they dumped it. I would 100% uh, my thought was these guys are really overworked. Honestly, if you're a FedEx or a UPS driver, we've met them. They work, they'll work 12, 14 hours a day. You see them running at night here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, when you're burning out and you've got 
packages to to deliver. Wink, wink. I'll just dump um, the last twenty stops over here, and and uh, they could file a claim. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Yeah, no, I I. They got insurance. I mean, he's probably reasoning the whole thing out. But I'm I, I look. I'm not trying to justify the guy. Okay, in doing it, but I could see. I could see these guys when you work somebody that hard. And you know damn well they work. Those FedEx guys and those UPS guys, they bust their ass, mm-hmm. okay? And they make a lot of money. But, okay, there's no, you know, there's no justification in doing it. Right. You know, it just tells us they, they got to hire more guys. I don't, I don't, when you're reading that, though, it said they. It said the driver, and then it said they. So, I don't know, did he have a... No, I don't think, I, I think it says a FedEx driver tossed. Yeah, but then when you read further, it said they, so it must have been the way you were speaking, the way they were re- wording it. I th- at first, it sounded like there was more than one then to me. Sorry. That's okay. No, no. It, it looks like it was just one, one guy, and it said they fired the guy, and uh, there may be charges. Um, anyways, but the bottom line is, guess what? Uh, don't overwork your truck drivers. You know, they, they might do something extreme like that. Yeah. Make you have to file an insurance claim, and you don't want that. Yeah. I mean... It is what it is. I mean, I look. I I know a guy in Texas. He was he used to be the one of the top guys at UPS. Okay. Mm-hmm. He said he said Troy, you have no idea what pressure is when you work at UPS. He said you have you have people on the dock right loading trucks. Mm-hmm. He said and then you have a supervisor watching them. Then you have a supervisor watching him. Then you have a manager watching him. Everybody's watching everybody and they're all screaming to get things done. He said it's pandemonium at, at a UPS terminal to get things going. Hmm. He said it's it's hell. It's people probably have death looks on their face because of the pressure of getting things done and making their bonuses and getting people's stuff delivered. And then it all falls on the driver at the end of the day. He's the guy that's still out there. Everybody goes home. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's still out there running those packages around till eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. So um, it sounds like UPS and or FedEx. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like they, we could use another trucking company or two to, to, to help get these home deliveries because it seems like home delivery has really stepped up big time in the last couple oh, yeah. of years. I definitely because people couldn't go to the grocery stores. They're ordering online and a lot of companies or a lot of people now, they don't want to go to the stores to do shopping. They'd rather just do everything on Amazon and just be ordering everything that way. So they I, don't want to go out and do any of it. I agree. Okay. Drum roll, please. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Thank no. You. Okay. So here we are. The ten, uh, the ten deadliest holidays to drive. No, it just says the ten. The t- you know the top ten. There's there's more than ten holidays. I just didn't realize. Like I, I never mind. Okay. Anyways, I'm just gonna read them off. Okay. And here we go. All right. Number ten, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo says driving under the influence and speeding are unfortunately connected to Cinco de Mayo celebrations. Many people go to bars and restaurants and overindulge and then drive irresponsibly, leading to DUIs and accidents. Okay. Very true. Okay. I can see that. Listen, here, number nine. And, and 
you know, I'm doing this because of the holidays we're in, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you'll surprise you at the end. Um, number nine is Veterans Day. Mm. It, it says the increase in accidents over Veterans Day is similar to uh, the increase for other three-day weekend holidays. Long weekend road trips are common over Veterans Day, causing an increase in road traffic and increase in accidents. I wanted to also tell you the uh, the name of this lawyer, Dale E. Anstein. This is his, uh, according to him, he's a guy that defends people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, maybe represents the victims. But this is a study that he has found to be, um, you know, the cause or the top 10. So this guy is right in the mix of it is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. He has special knowledge of. Okay. Number eight, my favorite, Thanksgiving. It says the Thanksgiving holiday is typically a time of travel. You know, it's the busiest travel, but it's only number eight. And that's something. Right. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. Well, because it's more family-ish. You know what I mean? It's not like everybody's out drinking. Going to the bars. Right. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Halloween. Okay, wow. I, can, I, I can actually see Halloween being, there's Halloween parties. You got that right. It says Halloween is a fun time for creativity and family fun, but it is also ranked as the seventh most risky holiday for driving. The top cause of fatal car accidents on Halloween is drunk driving. Drunk driving accounts for 40 poo. 40 poo. <laughs> I just said 40 poo. I heard it. Well, you told everybody I was sick. All right, 40, <laughs> 42% of all fatalities on Halloween. You still laughing at 40 poo? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Anyway, so watch them Halloween parties this, this next year. Mother's Day is number six. <laughs> I know. People like, like let's, hey, it's another holiday. Let's get drunk. Yeah. You just make Thanks. up a holiday. We'll get drunk. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Glug, glug. <laughs> or is it the mom's getting drunk? <laughs> I, I, I love me, mother. <laughs> All right. Here it says, just like Father's Day, Mother's Day is a time for travel. In 2021, travel hit a record over Mother's Day weekend. As many Americans felt safe to see mom since the beginning of the pandemic. Number eight, or number five, Father's Day. Traveling to see dad on Father's Day weekend is a time-honored tradition. Travel spikes in June, and the increase in cars on the road increases the chance of an accident. Hey, there's going to be an every holiday, is what they're saying here, is there's an increase of deaths. Right. I can and understand, accidents. you know, right. like more people on the road. Number four, Columbus Day. It says you do you do not necessarily associate Columbus Day with increased travel or parties, but many companies now recognize Columbus Day as a paid holiday and most schools are closed. Families take advantage of this three day weekend and travel for a mini vacation or to see out-of-town friends and family. Most accidents occur over this time because of speeding. Mm. So everybody's rushing, you know, on Columbus Day. So speeding, not drunk driving, but just trying to beat the clock is what causes a lot of accidents. Number three, Labor Day. It says, if Memorial Day is the unofficial start to summer, Labor Day is its counterpart and signifies the end of summer. Over Labor Day weekend, people take... One last road trip, uh, or to or to go to one last party 
before school starts. Over the last three years, the average number of fatal crashes around Labor Day have been 443. Wow. I know. See, you got to be careful when you're traveling on those days. You got to remember, people are sidetracked. Mm -hmm. In their mind, they're thinking about the party or seeing somebody. They're just, you know, some of them are just overjoyed or whatever the case is, and they're they got a million things they're doing, and that just adds to it, and Mm -hmm. boom, you have extra distracted driving days. Right. Number two, Memorial Day weekend. Many people look forward to Memorial Day weekend as it is thought of as an unofficial kickoff to summer season. Families flock to the shores or head out on vacation, increasing the number of drivers on the road exponentially. The past Memorial Day weekend saw a 60% increase in travel over the previous year. But, Hmm. you know, the 60% increase, that was because they couldn't go last year. Right. Now, here's the thing. Now, I'm going to stop you right there. Go ahead. You have not said 4th of July. You have not said Christmas. You have not said New Year's. So that's what I was going to ask you. What do you think number one is? Because we're at number one right now. And that's the thing is I, you didn't say some of the major ones that you would think would be you, you, Columbus Day. Who would have thought? But yet you didn't say New Year's yet. And you didn't say exactly. 4th of July. And you didn't say Christmas. Christmas. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, hmm. Exactly. You, hmm. Ca- you caught on. Hmm. Okay. So what do you think it is? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, huh? <laughs> Huh? I have no idea because, you know, you would think New Year's, but the thing is, is a lot of people are so extra cautious with New Year's anymore by getting Ubers. Do you think it's like Donut Day or St. Patrick's Day or something like that? Oh, St. Patty's Day. Mm. Oh, you, oh, you're thinking those Irish people and they're drinking, right? Look, Ruthann, stop being like if that. If Cinco, Cinco de Mayo can hit in there, I'm sure St. Patty's too could. Yeah, they say if you're Irish, you can't get drunk. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but but I'm serious. Well, you now you've now exploded my main brain. I'm like, wow. Okay, are you ready for number one? Yes. Number one is Fourth of July. So Christmas and New Year's isn't even in the top ten. You know, I think it's because mainly you know people don't like with New Year's. Like I said, they, they a lot of them Uber it. If they're gonna go out, they're Ubering wherever they're going to go. They don't, they already know they're going to get drunk. They're not going to, they don't have their kids with, they don't have, they're going to Uber or take a lift or do something like that. They're going to have a designated. Here's what it says. It says July 4th is usually associated with backyard barbecues and beautiful firework displays, but it is also the deadliest day to drive. According to the national highway traffic safety administration, more than 1,300 people were killed between 15 and 2019 in motor vehicle crashes over the holiday period. Boom. That's what it says. Holiday, bad, deadly driving mm-hmm. comes down to one thing. Um, and you know what? I have a stat here. If I can find it, I wanted to read to you. Boom, 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 boom. I, I actually brought up a a uh I can a give Christmas it. holiday. Here it is. Christmas holiday period estimates. This is for the estimates. It says they estimate that three hundred and forty people may die on the roads in in the US this Christmas Day, which seems like its numbers are up there with the ones they were just mentioning, but maybe those other ones just edge it out. Mm-hmm. 
It says, now these are just extras, deaths. It says, holiday traditionally, holidays traditionally are a time of travel for families across the United States. Many choose car travel, which has the highest fatality rate of any major form of transportation based on... Um, Statistics. Fatalities per passenger mile. Holidays are also often the cause for celebrations involving alcohol consumption, a major contribution factor to motor vehicle crashes. Christmas Day is observed on December 25th. The Christmas Day holiday period varies from... Now, this is a weird one. It says it varies between 1.25 to 4.25 days in length, depending on which day of the week the holiday falls. Mm -hmm. In 2020, it fell on Friday. So the holiday period was actually 3.25 days. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they probably... That was the celebration. It's like a three-day weekend. Right. So this year, it's on Saturday. It says... Um, so it's going to go with the same kind of statistic, probably. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So you're looking at a three- to four-day um, Christmas holiday and a three- to four-day New Year's. So that means mm -hmm. more parties. Well, we got the weekend. Let's just have it Friday instead of Saturday or Saturday or Sunday. Mm -hmm. So they're going to... People are going to... You know, they're planning their parties right now. And really, that's what happens. People just get so drunk at Christmas parties, and then they get behind the wheel mm -hmm. and get killed. And they look stupid when they're drunk. So, Well, you, you can go on YouTube, and you can see, if you want to look at something, go on YouTube and, and type in sentencing for DUI fatality, something to that effect. Just go on YouTube and, and type that in. And what you'll see is women and men that were arrested because they were drunk and they were they killed a family or somebody with their car, okay? And you could see them crying because now they're going to prison for like 15 years and mm -hmm. they've never seen a jail in their life. And now here they are getting thrown in to a jail with people that are used to committing crimes. So guys and gals, getting in your car drunk is a crime. You're committing a crime when you do that. There's a, a law... That they're the it's a grandmother that's raising her grandchildren because the her son and his fiance were killed by a drunk driver, and they're trying to get a law passed that if someone died from a drunk driving accident and they had children, that the drunk driver is liable to pay child support because they took their their parents away, their mean of support they took them away, so. That drunk driver is now liable for child support for those for whatever children are left behind from that in that family. I believe in the Levitical law that 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 actually was a similar law. Mm -hmm. You were responsible for somebody if you caused something. I have to look that up. Well, I mean, I I honestly would say, yeah, you're stupid enough to go behind a wheel when you're inebriated that bad. Yeah, you take away their mother and father. You take away their spouse. You know, if, if something happened to you and it was just me having to still raise our children. Yeah, why should you get stuck having to struggle for the rest of your life because some drunk kills mm -hmm. me or, or kills the breadwinner in somebody's house? I right. mean, that's actually a good law. I hope they do pass that. So do I. Because this grandmother now, and it's a grandmother, so you don't know how old she is. I don't know, remember what it said. But she's raising these young kids. What if she's already up in her 50s or 60s and these children are little? So she might not even be around the whole 
time frame of their life to support them. Yeah, that's a great law. We'll have to follow that and check to see. So that's that's the that's most of the podcast today, Ruth. And do you have do you do you have a joke? I mean, for I real. have a joke. You have a joke. I do. All right. Am I gonna laugh today? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I can I could find one that will make it more funny, but no. this one's cute. All right, let's hear it. Where do polar bears store their money? Where do polar bears store their money? Mm-hmm. Where? In a snowbank. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, these are jokes that you can tell your children. Okay, truck drivers. You where do where do polar bears store their money? In a snowbank. Come on. You know as well as I do, every little boy especially loves to tell those jokes and hear those jokes. So all you're doing is giving them some good influence. Yeah, okay. Influence the little ones. Okay. Influence. What do you got Show for your baby you know how to tell a good joke. There you go. What do you got for word of the day? All right, ready? Yes. Elation. Elation. A-L? It's actually I-L-L-A-T-I-O-N. Elation. And elation. What, what is elation? It is the action of inferring or drawing a conclusion, an inference. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that again. So it's the action of inference? Mm-hmm. Drawing a conclusion. So an example is the game Clue depends on players drawing elations. We came to the elation that Tim didn't want to join us. Right. So it's... I call that assuming. Just yeah. so you know, it's, it's another it's, it's assumption. It's like so you're 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 drawing conclusion on assumption. Mm-hmm. That's really what that is. That's mm-hmm. not a good thing. I don't usually like that. They say if you make an if you you break down the word assume, it says if you it, you make an ass out of you and me because right. it's it's spelled a s s, and then you, you and me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, great great uh, great information today. I hope you guys watch out for that blitz out there. Okay, get ready for the holidays. And I think uh, we're just going to wish you guys a Merry Christmas for the next couple weeks and uh, hope that you guys all have a great holiday season. Ruth Ann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.